welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome back to the Word Live broadcast. Let's continue today as we have the rest of the week with Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. And do not be drunk with wine, which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. He says, don't be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. Proverbs 20, verse 1. Wine is a mocker, strong drink a brawler, and who is led astray by it is not wise. The King James Version says, Wine is a mocker and strong drink a raging, and whoever is deceived thereby is not wise. I like that version of it, the King James, because if you are led astray by wine and alcohol of any kind and all these other things or drugs or whatever it is, then you are being deceived. That's what the Word of God says. It's a mocker. It's nothing but a mockery of the Holy Ghost to try to make you have a feeling and it's nothing but a feeling. Wine and alcohol is it just makes you feel different. That's what it does. It's a feeling. And it's of the flesh. But when you get filled full of the Holy Ghost, it's of the Spirit. And you feel different. But you're built up on the inside. And you're full of joy. And you're full of peace. And you're full of the Holy Ghost. And you're able to do the things that God wants you to do. And you can hear the voice of God clearly. If you're drunk on alcohol, it it, uh, it dulls your senses to the voice of the Holy Spirit. It dulls you to the place where you can't hear Him like you used to, and you'll do things you didn't want to do. You say things you didn't want to say, and you act like you didn't want to act. Um, and I say, well, how do you know? Well, I know from experience before I got born again, but after I got born again. Now, this is the difference. If you're born again and you're filled with the Holy Ghost and you still do these things, then it's time to turn away because it's not from God. That's all I can say about that. It's not from God. But you know, if we confess our sins, First John 1, 9, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us out from all unrighteousness. The Father God is not condemning you. He doesn't... He loves you just as much now as he ever did before. And you know, this is a, a guy that I know. I was talking to him one day. I had to go over to his house. This was a while back. but And I got to talking to him about the Lord because this is what happens. If I get around somebody, it's not going to be long. I'm going to be talking to them about Jesus to see if they know him. And if they do know him, I'm going to be talking about Jesus uh, uh, one way or the other before I get done because that's what my life is about. It's about talking about Him. No matter where I'm at or what I'm doing, uh, it'll end up a conversation about the Lord because I want to talk about Him and how good He is one way or the other. Well, I was talking to this guy and he says, you know, I used to go to church. He said, but I went, uh, uh, went to this church for years. And he said, and this guy would always greet me at the door every Sunday. And he said he'd shake your hand and everything. He said, and then I happened to go to a bar one day, and I just happened to go in there with the guy I was riding with. But he says, I'll go in with you. He said, I didn't drink any alcohol or anything. I just went in there, and he said, I looked over, and I seen that guy that greets me every Sunday sitting at the bar drinking. 
So then that guy went over to him and uh, he started talking to him. He says, well, what are you doing in here? He said, well, what are you doing in here? And uh, he said, uh, and he went and uh, the guy that I know that seen the guy that shook his hand at church, he says, I want what that guy's got. And, he, and they were drinking liquor. And he said, both of them ended up getting drunk and he hadn't been back to church since. He said, because that guy was a bad witness to him. I said, well, the last time I checked, it was not Jesus sitting on that bar stool. And just because that guy was walking away from God doesn't mean it had to lead you away. And that's what the whole thing is about, people. It is to lead you away from God. And any time that you're a Christian and you're going out here and you say, I'm a born-again child of God, and I'm standing at the church door every Sunday morning and I'm greeting people coming in, but then I go to the bar after I get done every day and everybody sees you at the bar, they're going, that's a bad witness to people because they're going, what? there is nothing to it. There's nothing to the thing because if you're acting like the rest of the world, then what? there is no witness there anymore. You lost your witness to mankind. And what you've done, instead of helping people, you drag them right back down into the same pit you're in instead of helping them get out of it. See, we have to understand that our actions, they also affect other people. But a lot of times people don't want to be accountable for what they do themselves. They just want to look at what other people are doing. I'll do what I want to. I'm going to go to church on Sunday. It doesn't matter how it affects other people, but it does affect other people. And it does matter how it affects other people. And uh, But you know, if we ask God to forgive us and we repent of it, then what happens is it will... It will uh, and show people that you have turned away from it and walk with God all the way that you can do everything you can to walk hand in hand with him, knowing that he's inside of you, knowing that you're the temple of the Holy Ghost, knowing that you were bought with a price and that your body's not your own, but it's the spirit of God that lives inside of you. And you're our gods. You're not your own anymore. And your, your life is to be lived unto God, not for yourself. And then when you do that, you're enhanced and you are blessed above measure. But you see in Romans 8, 33 and 34, it says, Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. So God does not condemn you. He may not like what you do, but he loves you just as much as he ever did. But we have to turn away from those things so that God can use us again. Amen? And say, you know, and, get, and, and show people, say, you know, I was walking the wrong way, but now I'm walking the right way. Because God does not condemn. Jesus Christ died for you. He died upon that cross. He died. He gave his life so that you could walk away from sin, walk away from the detriments of sin and all the things that the devil has to come in to destroy you. But you see, you have to look at it like this. It's not only affecting you, but it affects other people as well. That's what I want to get across to you because uh, we are not our own. We are the Lord Jesus Christ and we are one with him. Now see, for God is love. And we know that God is love because he loved us before we loved him. That's why we love him so much, because he, Jesus gave his life for us so that we could have an abundant, peaceful 
life in him. Amen. So we don't have to walk in condemnation. And if you are walking in condemnation and saying, well, God doesn't love me anymore. He does love you. He loves you just as much as he loves anybody on this planet. He does not condemn you. He just wants you to have the best that he has waiting for you. Amen. You see, sometimes we have to do things to help people get into the right place. And sometimes we have to lead them into prayers. And some, and uh, this is a good prayer that we can lead people into. And we can say, okay, do you want to pray this prayer with us? And if you are uh, walking away from God today or walked away from him and you're not walking in the fullness of what God has for you, then maybe you want to pray this prayer with us today. Repeat this after me. Lord Jesus, I'll come back to you and repent from my sin and walk away from everything that is hindering my relationship with you. I renounce everything. I renounce sin, alcohol, drugs, sexual immorality, or anything else that would be a tool of Satan to destroy me. And I ask you to forgive me and deliver me from the desire to do anything that would separate me from you. Open my eyes to everything that is a tool of Satan to destroy me. Now, if you prayed that prayer today, and all you've done is ask God to come back into your life, turn away from those things, he will give you the strength he will give you the desire to walk with him hand in hand. He will take the desire for those things away from you. He's forgiven you. Your sin is no longer held against you ever again. It's been cast into the seal of forgetfulness. You're no longer separated from him. Your eyes are open to the truth and the uh, Everything that the devil would try to come in to use to destroy you, he has opened up your eyes to the truth and you can see those things again. The scales have fallen off of your eyes. You're able to see the truth. And then after that, I want you to wake up every morning and pray this prayer. This is a, a, a Colossians chapter 1, verse 9 through 11. If you'll wake up every morning and pray this prayer, this will help you to walk with God more closely, more intimately. It'll have your mind set on walking with God and with Him only. Colossians 1, 9 through 11. For this reason, we also, since the day we heard of it, do not cease to pray for you. Now, pray this prayer with me. I ask you, Father, that I'll be filled with the knowledge of your will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Verse 10, that I may walk worthy of you, Lord, fully pleasing you, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthen with all might according to your glorious power for all patience and long-suffering with joy. If you'll pray those prayers that you be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him in every good thing and increasing in the knowledge of God, then what will happen? He will fill you full each and every day. Hello, everyone. This is Sherry Blevins. Today, we would like to encourage you to become a monthly partner with our ministry. 
We are believing for at least 10,000 new believers to come into the kingdom of God through this ministry. One way to accomplish this is by being on more radio stations. We are asking for your help by becoming a monthly partner or by giving a one-time gift. The only thing we can take to heaven with us is a harvest of souls. By becoming a partner with us, you will have the same reward we will receive from our Heavenly Father for each soul that is born again through this ministry. We trust that you will receive a harvest on your giving. We also believe that when we get to heaven, you will receive the same reward we will get from our Heavenly Father for your support of this ministry. We thank you in advance for your giving. Each new partner will receive a special gift from us by mail. We are praying for you. We appreciate and love you. And we know that God will richly bless you for your obedience. If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the Giving tab of our website, which is located at wacba.org. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013.